The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. This is WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. Join us as we break down all the exciting action regarding the WWE that keeps us all watching. It's WrestleManiacs with Waylon and Tyler. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the inaugural edition of WrestleManiacs. I'm Tyler Peters. Joining me is Waylon Myers, my co-host. He's on Raw. I'm on SmackDown. Not really, but you get the picture. Waylon, how are you doing? We've got so much to talk about, my friend. I'm doing okay, and yes, we do, Tyler. We have tons to discuss, but before we get on, we are live on my Facebook, Tyler's Facebook, my YouTube channel, and joining us is TikTok Live. Yes, that's why I am live on TikTok, too. TikTok is looking at my laptop. So they are joining as well. I just want to let everyone know that, yes, we will interact with you guys in the comments throughout this show. So don't think we are ignoring you guys because we are not. We will get to comments and so much more into this episode. But Tyler, we are finally ill with the first episode how exciting is this uh it's very exciting uh the excitement levels under a 10 if i had the uh pick of going to 20 it would uh suffice I, i'm just so pumped up uh thank you waylon once again we're going live it, it's our first ever episode for wrestlemaniacs because we are passionate wrestling fans so a hey, perfect name all the credit goes to waylon for the name and and the editing, and uh, allow me to voice the intro. So there you go. Thank you so much, Tyler. And now we are gonna get started with the very first news. Amy Dumas shared a sad post on her Instagram, letting us know that her dog, the kins that she had for so many decades, has passed away. So please send your prayers and condolences to Lita. Amy, we are thinking of you and we are sorry about the passing of the Kins. Tyler. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm sending my condolences as well, Waylon. Uh, very sad. Uh, we all have dogs and they're part of our family. And uh, I can't even imagine what she's going through. So Sending my prayers to Lita, and uh, what an unimaginable loss this is. So uh, all I can say is uh, sending my thoughts and my condolences as well. That's good. Lita, we are keeping you in our prayers. We love you. And our, our next news story, Waylon, is Alexa Bliss and Ryan Cabrera announced the birth of their daughter, Hendrix. So congratulations are in order to WWE superstar Alexa Bliss and her husband, the musician, who's famous, by the way, himself, Ryan Cabrera, and their beautiful daughter, Hendrix. So uh, congratulations to them. 
Congratulations, Alexa Bless and Ryan. And we have some more news that's not as exciting. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Sonny was sentenced to jail for 17 years, meaning she will not be able to uh, be released until 2040. She also has eight years of probation. Her driver's license is permanently revoked, and she was uh, charged with the crime of manslaughter. To uh, The person who was... Uh, where this crime was committed was 75 years old. And uh, it, it's just a very sad story. It was hard for me to come up with the words because we all grew up on Sonny, but no one should be above the law and uh, Sonny will uh, pay the price. So this was a tough subject to talk about, Waylon, but it, it was newsworthy and uh, Sonny will be going to jail. So uh, what's your thoughts on it? it? It was hard for me to even come up with the right words. It, this is just uh, unbelievable. I mean, I she's had her issues, but this has escalated. I just wish her the best, and hopefully while she spends this much time behind bars, hopefully it will wake her up when she gets out. I just, I don't have no words, no comments, just God bless her, sir, and hopefully she think about what she did, and by the time she comes out, she will be a better person. Absolutely. That's that's the hope, for sure. I couldn't have... Uh... I couldn't have agreed more. Right. And then also, Mackenzie Metzger was released from the WWE as she posted on her ex account. She was an amazing person and did a great job during her WWE run in NXT. Tyler, what do you think of this breaking news? I am very shocked because, uh, like you were saying, Waylon McKenzie Mitchell is very talented. Uh, she was doing a fantastic job. I could see her on the main roster even. Uh, so, hey, she'll have plenty of opportunities, but it, it's still a sad time to know that she's not going to be uh, with the WWE. But expect her to still do some amazing things. So we just wish her the best uh, when referencing McKenzie Mitchell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and our, our last uh, news story is Trish Stratus, speaking of WWE Hall of Famers, has teamed up with the Canadian sock company SOXOS, and I didn't try to even pronunciate the name, so that's why I'm going by the letters, but they are going to be a tag team. So congratulations to Trish Stratus. And uh, Waylon, what's your impressions on this new collaboration between Stratus and the Canadian sock company that's S-O-X-O-S. That's why I'm going to repeat it best for our luck. viewers. Yeah. Best of luck, Trish Travis, on this amazing opportunity. I hope so many fans will buy these socks to support Travis fashion. No, you're so correct. And Waylon, I'm going to throw it back to you. We've got some Survivor Series war games to discuss. So Coming it's your turn, your my way. friend. I just want to say thank you all so much for tuning into this live stream. We got TikTok. Thank you for everyone who is joining. And then everyone who is joining us on Facebook and YouTube, we appreciate the love and support. So now we're going to get into the Survivor Series results and caps. So we had Bianca BL. 
Charlotte Flair, Becky Lance, and Saucy versus Damage Control. Team Bianca BL ended up winning. This match was incredible. They went and it back and forth throughout the match with each other. We also got Bianca using the fire extension on Oscar. That was pretty awesome in a tense. And then we had um, EO Sky used a trash can on the top of the cage, and then she jumped on all the ladies, and they was all laying in the rain. This this match right there, it was pretty badass, to say the least. Tyler, what do you have to say about this match? What I have to say, Waylon, is uh, this match rocked. I mean, th- these ladies are off the chain. I mean, you got... Becky Lynch, uh, Shotzi, Bianca Belair, the EST, Charlotte Flair, the queen herself. I, I do bow down to Charlotte Flair. Not to mention you've got Bailey, all of damage control, EOS guy, the women's world champion. You've got Kyrie Sane, who just returned at Crown Jewel, and Asuka. The ladies just had chemistry. You said it. Intensity. It was physical. Uh, it was just incredible. The crowd in Chicago was electric. It's it's a great sports town, not to mention wrestling environment. And this is the way you set the tone for Survivor Series War Games. And Dusty Rhodes would be proud of these ladies' efforts. The ladies can uh, steal the show, so the men have to watch out. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Waylon. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Tyler. Let oh, us no know. problem. I, I'm getting enthusiastic, yeah. Yeah, right? Let us know in the comments what you guys thought about this match. I think I thought that it was awesome. And speaking of the next match, we had Gunther versus The Miz. Now, this match was incredible. Gunther won by submission. But The Miz did an amazing job in this match. He was letting Gunther know he is a scale of strength or size. He has what it takes to be on Gunther's level. I really enjoyed it. This match turned out awesome. Tyler, what did you find of this match? I like the story they were telling where Miz had to match the aggression of the Intercontinental Champion Gunther. And the Miz had a uh, smart strategy. He he tried to stick and move because Gunther is, you know, 6'4". He, he's pretty menacing. He was imposing his will. But that did not deter the Miz. And I'm with you, Waylon. It was a terrific matchup. And uh, I like how the Miz resorted to some of his old uh, tactics uh, behind the officials' back, but in the end, uh, Gunther was just too much. Uh, but another just uh, stellar matchup. Absolutely. And here we go with uh, Dragon Lee taking on Santos Escobar. If you've been following WWE, you know the LWO is in shambles due to Santos Escobar. He has turned uh, to a villainous side of his character, which I actually prefer. Dragon Lee was innovative, and so is Escobar. You can tell it was not your typical Lucha Libre match. It had a lot more to the story they were telling. 
between the two competitors. Look at that shot right there, Waylon. Dragon Lee showing his agility, uh, taking out Santos Escobar. But at the end, or at least in the end, I got so excited, let me back up. The conclusion was that Santos Escobar with the Phantom Driver would uh, conclude the match with a victory over Dragon Lee. But the loss did not hurt Dragon Lee's efforts. It was an impressive uh, showing, and I thought it was another terrific and thrilling matchup. What are your thoughts, Waylon? I find it was an awesome matchup, too. They did an amazing. And like I said to you before, Tyler, they do so much high-flying move that is like the extreme. There's no downing that they are non-high-flying performers because what they do and how risky they put their, li their lives on the line during those high-flying moves, it's impressive uh, how awesome they do and, and it's just amazing i love seeing the high flying moves like that it's a testament to everybody's work ethic that are uh, performers that are professional wrestlers you could say sports entertainers uh one more thing that i forgot to mention Waylon, just real quickly and we'll move on is i like how escobar was going after the mask of dragon lacy and lucha culture uh you don't normally do that it, it means it's very personal and even the referee acknowledged it by um, arguing with Santos Escobar. So I like what they're doing with the uh, dissension between Escobar and LWO. It's not that LWO is uh, disintegrating. It's just that Escobar wanted out. He was jealous of Rey Mysterio uh, winning the United States title. Of course, we know Logan Paul defeated him at Crown Jewel, and thanks to Escobar. So I'm really interested to where this story is going to go with Escobar and the LWO. I mean, what are any more of uh, your impressions uh, regarding the LWO story with Santos Escobar turning uh, heel and uh, going against the faces in LWO? It's just, it's, 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 it sucks that he turned his back on them. It's just, I'm looking forward to what's in store with him and what's in store with, NRW, with NWO. Um, they are just incredible people. They have way mysterious behind them. And I just hope that this storyline is the best one going. I hope it just, it just, I hope it just is not a disappointment. I hope this storyline means something. Kind of like any Guerrero and way mysterious storyline in the past. So I hope this storyline means something. And hopefully... It's not a disappointment. I think it will. I've got confidence that uh, we got to give uh, these storylines time and be patient. And uh, they're going to do a fantastic job of uh, where they go from here. So uh, once again, just another uh, solid contest. And, and we're moving on to uh, another women's title matchup. There, there we go. If you can follow along on our live presentation, you see the, the pitcher, Rhea Ripley, who is uh, the women's world champion, one of those, and the other one is Eos Guy, who competed earlier. But that's Zoe Stark. One of the things that was uh, reminiscent of Survivor Series War Games in any matchup was intensity. I like the trash talk between the two. Zoe Stark has so much upside, it's not even funny. She proved herself time and time again, I think, being with Trish Stratus, elevated her game. Not that it needed much elevation at all, but it just helps to be in there with a Hall of Famer. And we've got two potential Hall of Famers for sure, especially with Rhea Ripley. And I would put mm -hmm. Zoe Stark eventually will get to that level. She's already progressing. 
so fast. And I like how she was in survival mode. Rhea Ripley didn't just dominate her. There was a chance where Zoe Stark looked like she could become the women's world heavyweight champion. But Rhea Ripley is a star like Michael Cole was saying. If you look up star in the dictionary, Rhea Ripley's name's beside of it. But with all due respect, so is Zoe Stark. So I, th I thought the match delivered. Like I've, I've stated before, the women, their matches are just as good, if not better, than a lot of the men, right. with all due respect. I mean, so Waylon, share with everybody your perspective on, on Ripley versus Stark. Oh, it was amazing, to say the least. I was rooting for Zoe Stars, but it happened that she lost, which I'm okay with. Um, I see Zoe as a face WWE Women's World Champion in one day. Zoe has what it takes to be a huge star on the women division. And who knows, Tyler, we might, down the road, get a Zervi Stars versus Trish Chavez. Now, if that happened, what would be your thoughts on that? It makes sense because Trish uh, caused uh, Zoe Stark to attack her. Uh, what was the premium live event? And it's okay if we, we don't recount the exact title, but I think it was in Pittsburgh where Zoe Stark uh, payback was attacking Trish, or I can't remember if it's raw, but I, I believe it was a premium live event, and people can help us in the comments. But that—that's what started this uh, this domino effect of Zoe Stark getting pushed as a singles competitor, which was a necessity. I mean, I followed a little bit of her uh, career in NXT, and uh, I was very impressed with Zoe Stark's efforts there, and I, I'm not surprised here. So. I wouldn't be down with Trish Stratus taking on Zoe Stark. The story's already there, so why not? Yep, you was right. Absolutely, Tyler. It happened in Pittsburgh, and it was at WWE's pay-per-view payback. There you go, payback. Thank you, Waylon. That, that's why you're my tag team partner. I just made the hot tag. I needed some help there. And then we are going to go into the main event. Which was Team Connie Rose with his team members Seth Freakin Rollins, Sami Zayn, Jay Yusa, and Randy Orton. Now, will Randy Orton return? We will see. And they was facing the Team of Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. These superstars went to war with each other, and especially the double team rope between Rose and Roland. That, that was a great tribute to, to Dusty Rose, wasn't that, Tyler? It was fitting tribute. It, it was, I was so happy. Let me uh, back up part, and I was happy for Cody Rhodes getting the opportunity to participate in a match that his dad made famous going back to the NWA not even the WWE, and you mentioned it, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty would be looking down as a proud father on on what Cody was able to accomplish. And I thought the match was just unbelievable. I mean, to see Randy Orton return and, and yeah. join the team of Seth Rollins, main event, uh, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn. And and we got to talking about this, Waylon. Like, um, Who like, would have thought that uh, main event Jey Uso would – be teaming with Sami Zayn and, and Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and Randy Orton. I, I mean, think about just months ago how he was in the bloodline. Yeah, right. And as Tyler said, Randy Orton returned 
and it made the mounts even better. And on top of the cage, they tossed JD down to Randy Orton, and then he did an up L RKO. That was epic. And then Tyler, we can't forget about all of the members on Team Rose. They all pay tribute to Randy Orton by DDTing all of the Judgment Day member. Now that was a holy shit moment for sure. No, it was. I, I was blown away, but they did it all in sync. Uh, you're referencing the DDT that Orton, where he lays his opponent, placed the opponents hanging on the middle rope, and and there you go. It, I mean, he's got one of the best DDTs. Uh, Arn Anderson, Jake the Snake Roberts comes to mind with respect to those guys, but it's a little different the way he does it, but still the same motion. And you're right. I mean, what a spot that was. So, yeah, this was a great match. And now, everyone, there is one more thing that happened while your Survivor Series ended. Tyler Peter is going to cover it right now. Yeah, that's not all. If you're watching on YouTube, all the social media platforms, CM Punk is back. All the rumors that indicated his return happened to come true, and Chicago was electric. We heard cold of personality, and CM Punk walks out to a roar of ovation, and no words needed. I liked how, even on commentary, nobody had to say a word. The crowd spoke for themselves, the viewers, the viral moment that everybody's still discussing. CM Punk is sitting there so confidently uh, with so much confidence. I'm so excited. I'm even losing my words here. It's incredible. CM Punk is uh, going to do some amazing things. And I'm, I'm so ecstatic that he is back home in the WWE. He is absolutely going to do amazing with this return. Now the question that is leaving all of the WWE Universe concerned is, is AJ Lee going to come back to WWE? Uh, you never know. Time. Yeah, AJ Lee could, in fact, return. I mean, he uh, now that CM Punk has returned to WWE, I, I wouldn't. Love to see AJ Lee uh, return to uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Absolutely. That would be amazing. What better way if it happened at the Royal Rumble as a guest entrance in the women's 30 woman over the top of Battle Royal? I think that would work out perfectly. I mean, Royal Rumble's built on surprises and anticipation. And why not have AJ Lee uh, come out as one of those entrants in the Royal Rumble? <laughs> So that's all that we are talking about with Survivor Series. At this time, we're just going to recognize the fans. We're going to say hi to the fans on TikTok. Thank you, TikTok, for joining us. Thank you, Tracy, which is my mom. Lacey is joining for TikTok. Um, there's just so many people on TikTok. Yes, that match was awesome. The women's Royal, uh, not the Wamba, the War Games match. Excuse right. me. If you guys hail my dog, my dog's in my bedroom with me. He's whining, but excuse that. His name's Tenny. 
He is such an awesome dog. So thank you for everyone on TikTok. Thanks for all the love and support. Thanks for the hearts. Thanks for the gift. And then we're going to go on to the comments from Facebook. Oh, we we have are. Austin. Hi, Austin. Thanks hey, for Hey, Austin. Coming. How are you doing? We are doing amazing. We hope you're doing well as well. Thank you for being a viewer of ours. Yeah, we appreciate it. And then on YouTube, Turn In Entertainment. Rhea Ripley is a beast. Yes, she is. She is amazing with what she does. I would love to see her face Lita one day. I would too. Lita and, uh, Lita and Rhea Ripley would be a, another dream match. And a shout out to Tony Miller, who uh, is part of Tone In Entertainment. Waylon, uh, I'm with him. Yeah, Zoe Starks versus yeah, Chris, what you were saying. Uh, oh, it, it would be just unbelievable. Right. Talk about a. Uh, Epic matchup, but thank you, Tony and, and Tone in Entertainment for uh, checking in, buddy. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Tenny wants, Tenny's just talking. He's just pouting. Hey, Teddy. Hey, <laughs> we, we may have a run in from Teddy, Waylon, and that'd yeah. be cool. I, we all love dogs, man. Yeah. Why not? Ten, Tenny, Speaking you want to say hi to the live stream? He's just looking at the camera. No, thank you. <laughs> She's probably yeah. like, wait, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not sure now. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't think I don't know if Facebook and YouTube can help Tenny. I know TikTok might because of them don't have a noise restriction. But yeah, he is just an amazing dog to say the least. Chelvy Bombs, she says hi, oh. Tyler. Hi, Cherry Bombs. Uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, hey. I'm having a good time with Waylon. Oh, hey, Austin again. Thanks, Austin. We appreciate it, and we are happy to have you as well. Thanks, buddy. And then my mom says hi for Facebook, and she is also watching on TikTok. So thank you, Hello, everyone. Hello, Miss Tracy. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for the comments so far. Keep the comments coming. Let us know what your favorite moments is and so much more. And after we get back to the comments section, we will discuss more comments with you guys. So we're going to go ahead and bring you guys the highlights of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Waylon, this is the way you, you set a tone. I, I mentioned it for Survivor Series War Games. We, we're seeing Randy Orton get ready to do that DDT to Dominic Mysterio, but then J.D. Madonna comes in and he gets an RKO. But I'm kind of getting ahead of myself because what set this up was Rhea Ripley interrupted uh, Randy Orton in the ring for Monday Night Raw. And to see this interaction already had my interest peaked between uh, Rhea Ripley and Randy Orton. She tried to get Randy Orton to join the Judgment Day. Uh, however, he declined, and that, that's what we're seeing in the picture is where Dominic Mysterio tried the cheap shot. Uh, Randy Orton would fight them back. And uh, we would see where Randy Orton would challenge Dominic Mysterio for the main event. So, Waylon, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the way you want to start out Monday Night Raw with your stars. Uh, first off with Randy Orton coming back and then Rhea Ripley and Judgment Day. Let's be honest, Judgment Day 
has been running rough shots. So you need another hero in Randy Orton to uh, take on that challenge. That was amazing. I loved the opening to Monday Night Raw, especially with Rhea Ripley and Randy Orton. When Randy said all he heard was, Mommy this, Mommy that. So he looked at Rhea and he said, Well, I hate to tell you, but Danny's back. That was epic. Oh, it was perfect. And what a response to Mommy. Hey, guess what, sweetheart? Daddy's home. Right. Or Daddy's back, however you said it. Yep. And next, we get the uh, a tag team turmoil matchup for the number one contendership for the WWE Tag Team Championships. You see Otis taking on DIY. It was Otis teaming up with Tazawa for the Alpha Academy, and they were facing Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, who represent DIY. And it would be Gargano and Ciampa who would advance, and uh, Gargano and Champa would also take on Indusheer with Jinder Mahal. They would win that. And then when the Creed brothers got involved, the Creed brothers would eliminate DIY and also New Day and the Imperium, which were Giovanni Vinci and uh, Ludwig Kaiser. And uh, let me tell you something, Waylon. The Creed brothers, they are going to be one of those teams we're still uh, discussing in the future. <laughs> the, these guys, the sky's the limit. I mean, they're they're naturally gifted from their amateur background, Julius and Brutus Creed. For those who don't know, I, I've followed them a little bit in NXT. Ivy Nile, let's not discredit her involvement. You watch their videos on social media. Their feats of strength are just out of this world is all I can surmise. And the, the Creed brothers uh, deserve this opportunity. I, I'm so glad to see them get the push. All the right. teams did a superb job, but the Creed brothers uh, – they are the new number one contenders, and they'll face eventually Damian Priest and uh, Finn Balor, who are currently the uh, tag team champions. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. Speaking of the next thing that happened on Raw, this was really interesting, to say the least. So, Sensei Nakamala blindsided Connie Rose with a Red Max attack. Connie talked about World Games. They'll win. He also welcomed back CN Punk and whatnot. Then he was interrupted by such thing. Now, this was amazing. I would love to see where this is going to go next between Connie Rose and Shitsting Nakamala. It, it was interesting to use Red Max because Tyler, as you know, Raw is the red brand. So what did you it find sure about this small man right there? I like this uh, presentation of Shinsuke Nakamura uh, going after Cody Rhodes. I, I was very intrigued uh, with his other feud with Seth Rollins not too long ago. And this freshens up uh, the opponents for uh, both competitors, uh, meaning Rhodes and Nakamura. I liked how the video package set us up and he ambushed and surprise Cody Spray in the red mess. I, I like how it was not green, to your point. It, it Very indicative of Monday Night Raw colors being red. And this is a throwback to the Great Muda and the Great Kabuki and what Asuka would do. It, it's a it's something they bring over from Japan. And I think when necessary, this works out and the effectiveness of uh, having the miss. And it makes it personal because he blinded Cody Rhodes. So 
This is actually going back to territorial wrestling. So they're bringing it back in more of a sports entertainment fashion. But Nakamura, Cody Rhodes, I think are going to give us a uh, interesting rivalry and some uh, fascinating matchups. Because Cody Rhodes did wrestle in Japan, so did Nakamura. So there, there's a lot that could be told in a different way uh, for the WWE. Right, absolutely. And next, we've got two big uh, behemoths going at it between Ivar, the Viking Raiders, and Bronson Reed. Uh, these two guys, it was not a technical wrestling match. They just brawled. They fought. Both are so athletic for their size. They were throwing each other around. They had to get security. Uh, Bronson Reed actually picked up Big Ivar. And uh, these guys, I don't think, even finished the match. I, th- I believe it was a double uh, count out. And uh, we would see security and general manager Adam Pierce even uh, try to stop them. And this will definitely continue. There's not much to really uh, unpack between Ivar and Bronson Reed, but it was just two big guys just going out there and uh, throwing hands. And Waylon, I'll tell you, I, I think there's going to be a lot more between these two. Uh, we just got to keep on watching. I can't wait to see what uh, develops between Reed and Ivar. Absolutely, I agree. And then we go to a women's match. We had Nia Jax versus Zoe Starks. Zoe did an incredible job in this matchup and making sure Nia knows she isn't afraid of her. She took the match to the top, but Nia somehow took the advantage in the match, and then a quick victory. Both ladies did an amazing job in this match. I'm not disappointed in this match. Tyler, what do you think of how Nia Jax is now compared to her first WWE run? I think she's got even better. Uh, I know she takes a lot of criticism for hurting her opponents, but to me, she just wrestles a stiffer style. Uh, Nia Jax using the Annihilator makes a lot of sense if you follow the Samoan family dynasty with Yokozuna uh, mm-hmm. and kind of reminiscent of Vader. Uh, Zoe Stark, we, we just complimented her uh, in her match against Rhea Ripley back at Survivor Series War Games in Chicago. Uh, but Nia Jax needed a win as well. So a loss can still be effective. I, I think we do get caught up in wins and losses. And uh, sometimes you have to quit overthinking it and just uh, – See it for what it is. And Nia Jax uh, looks strong, which she should have. And Zoe Stark still put up enough of a fight. That way it was not complete annihilation, pardon the pun, due to our finisher uh, when uh, speaking of Nia Jax. So, yeah, that's just my uh, my two cents. I don't know if it's three cents. I never was good at math. We're going to bring a little humor into this thing. But I, I thought it was uh, it accomplished what it needed to do. Man. You're all right, Tyler. Great advice with what you said about the match. Now we're going to get into this. Now, Seth Rollins came out, talked about Survivor Series World Game match, saying how he does not, he respects everyone backstage. He has no issue with everyone backstage. He's love. He loves everyone backstage. Then he mentioned, well, not everyone, but we're not going to talk about that. That's all he was going to say. But then Drew McIntyre came out 
and they put their differences aside until Seth Rollins said there's a lot of other WWE superstars in line for a title match. But he said that Drew McIntyre deserves a rematch. So Drew McIntyre did not like that answer. So he told Seth Rollins, who is the next person in line then? So Seth Rollins was like, I hate to tell you that, Drew, but Jay Yusha is the next person in line. And Drew did not like it. He snapped, attacked Rollins. He hit Bunnin Rollins, which means he cut his hand open during what Drew McIntyre did because of the headbutt he did on Rollins. And then Jay Yusha came out for the save, and they both did the super kick on Drew McIntyre to end the statement. I find it was well done to say the least, but I can't wait to see where this is going to take Drew McIntyre next. So... Tyler, what do you think is going to happen next between these two? And do you think Drew McIntyre going to turn hell? It's like he already did. I think he is heading the direction where he's going to turn heel. Uh, this is far from over uh, because why would you have a segment where Seth Rollins gets attacked by Drew McIntyre? I think it's only a matter of time that we need to see this side of, of the Scottish Warrior. Uh, he's been the face for so long. Everybody's clamoring for more of the uh, the villainous, evil, maniacal Drew McIntyre that uh, was with Shane McMahon there for a while that feuded with Undertaker and Roman Reigns, if you recall. Uh, yeah. Drew McIntyre is a man on a mission. Uh, this has became personal. I kind of enjoy the fact and see his side. Why, why are you giving main event Jey Uso my opportunity? I want the rematch from Crown Jewel. But yet they're telling a good story that Jey Uso earned the opportunity as well. So there, there's going to be room for more conflict. We've got uh, a lot more to come between these two uh, when mentioning Seth Rollins and uh, Drew McIntyre. So I'm all for what they are uh, conveying on screen between the, uh, the Scottish Warrior and uh, Seth freaking Rollins. And Drew McIntyre has to realize through out of the WWE history, there's a lot of superstars who deserve weed matches, but they never gone in. So he has no, to realize you are correct. there's many superstars who still needs a rematch and they still have not gone it to this day. So Drew have to realize that there's so many talent and so many talent is going to step it up between him to get to that point because Everyone wants to be the world champion. Yeah, that, that's your whole goal for being in any kind of promotion, especially WWE. Drew McIntyre is not going to rest till he is a world heavyweight champion again, or at least he's got some form of redemption on the bloodline. Uh, Jay Uso and Seth Rollins, and you throw all of these uh, important factors into a uh, just exciting mix, and Raw is just keeps you guessing that that's why we watch it I, I can't wait for next week to see what else is going to happen absolutely now we went to a 
tag team title match between Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin versus Tegan Knox and Natalia. Um, Chelsea Green and Piper Nevin beat Tegan and Natalia to retain the WWE Women's Tag Team Titles. Now, Tyler, I felt this match could have been better or have more time to it or give it to those who wants to change the game, break glass cell lanes. These ladies do amazing and those titles need to be used better with more in-depth stories to them. What do you have to say about this match? I see your point about having more uh, in-depth uh, details regarding uh, the story with the uh, women's tag team uh, titles and things. Uh, however, I, I will say I'm enjoying Chelsea Green's uh, character work. Uh, being uh, similar to a Karen-type personality. Uh, Natalia with Tegan Knox is fascinating. Uh, I don't mind the pairing, and I'm also intrigued by uh, Piper Niven and uh, Chelsea Green as the tag team champions. I, I told you this before we even went live, uh, Waylon, that I thoroughly enjoyed uh, Sonya Deville before she got injured uh, teaming up with Chelsea Green. However, hey, listen, things have to be altered uh, due to injuries or or what have you, and for what time they were given, that's important uh, to mention, uh, they did a pretty good job, but I, I feel like they, they did need a little more time to to get us to be more interested. It, it's kind of hard, hard to find the terminology at times, but I, I think this matchup uh, still was uh, pretty decent. I, I don't want to say it's great mm -hmm. and, and sugar sugar-coated all the time, but it right. is what it is. Absolutely. I can't say anything bad about these superstars because they're not the one that is pouring the creative into the tag team titles. I just would love that the woman tag team title can mean something like the male's tag team titles. You know what I mean? Yeah, me, me as well. I mean, uh, you, you bring up some uh, observant uh, points. So now we're going to go into the main event, everyone. Randy Orton, earlier in the night, like Tyler was talking about, he went to Adam Pearce to make sure he gets Dominic Mysterio one-on-one -on, -one on Raw. Dominic Mysterio deserved everything he got in the match. After all his trash talk, Turning on his dad, there's a reason the WWE Universe doesn't like him, but he is good with what he does. Not going to lie, his character 100% had it coming, especially with Jelly Wall getting involved in the match. That was freaking awesome, wasn't it, Tyler? Yeah, Jelly Roll got involved. I mean, I, I love his music. I, you know, happy for Jelly Roll to get a roll, <laughs> pardon the pun, with uh, what he was able to do at ringside. Dominic Mysterio started it in Judgment Day. I think JD was in the mix as well. And hey, Randy Orton uh, sees a lot in Dominic Mysterio. Let's think about this from his perspective. 
he decided, hey, I'm going to have this match. Sure, Creative probably already started the process, but that's how good Dominic Mysterio has been. He has consistency. He's got the it factor. And it's good to see him separated from his dad and carving out his own niche. And the fans don't like him, but he also gets the respect of the fans for that same reason. And Shawn Michaels called him the MVP of the company. And it's hard to disagree with HBK uh, on that because Dominic Mysterio, think about all the success, his allegiance with Rhea, uh, the pairing between the two. And Randy Orton, uh, he and Dominic uh, had a uh, just fantastic matchup, and I can't say enough good things about both of them, uh, meaning Randy Orton and Dominic Mysterio. And I'm so glad, Waylon, you brought up Jelly Roll. It was in Nashville, Tennessee, just up the road from me. And hey, why not involve a celebrity, a famous right. musician, and why not Jelly Roll? Absolutely. Can't say anything. I just found it was amazing. And I hope that we will see Jelly Roll again someday in WWE. Maybe, who knows, maybe WrestleMania, Jelly Roll versus Dominic. Or he could just do a performance. I, I don't know if I want to see Jelly Roll in a match. I, I don't mind his his interaction at ringside. That, that's where we, we may differ. Uh, I will say, hey, I'm all about the performance. And Going back to SummerSlam of 2022, he was on the soundtrack. I mean, one of his songs did make it for WWE. So, I mean, we have heard him do one of the themes about it. I would love him to do something new and fresh uh, maybe for WrestleMania. Absolutely. And now, everyone, we're going to take Tyler Peter for what happened on the main event of Raw. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about how we get CM Punk with his first promo back. There's so much conviction and believability, credibility, even with CM Punk. I'm getting excited just talking about the second city saying it's clobbering time, baby. Where's Dick Vitale when I need him? But CM Punk is just amazing at promos, the way he conveys his message. He talks about a wise man. We all know that it's Paul Heyman. Remember back when CM Punk was home before he went to AEW. He went everywhere. And all the rumors were circulating. Is CM Punk going to be in Chicago? He referenced that he needed to take time away. That was the advice of Paul Heyman, of a lot of people. He said people welcomed him with open arms, Waylon. Well, maybe not everybody. Mm -hmm. In typical CM Punk fashion. Right. But he's saying that he's the best in the world, and it's feels great to be home. I'm paraphrasing, of course. I can't do it justice. Go watch it for yourself. And CM Punk also said this line. He dropped it. And I know it's going to hurt for AEW fans, and I'm supportive of all wrestling, by the way. But he says he's here to make money. He's not here to, to make friends. And that's why CM Punk is one of the best ever, because he's controversial. He's in your face, but he's going to tell you like it is. And people love him and respect his honesty. And he did it for the fans of WWE and for all the fans that are chanting CM Punk, CM Punk. And right. I'm one of those people. I try to be biased, but I can't hide my excitement anymore. I'm so glad to see him back. Uh, do we want to start seeing punk chance? Of course, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take over, Waylon. I, I just want to promo. I mean, first of all, CM yeah, punk. Yeah, CM Punk. There you go. Uh, tell me about how you felt about his promo. I find it was amazing. I'm glad he's back in WWE. Not too many people realize that. 
I, okay, fine. Speaking of, you said, let me tell you my opinion on CM Punk. As, as soon as you said that, Tenny started growling. So that's Tenny's Uh-oh. scoop on CM Punk. Anyways. So Teddy may not be a fan. <laughs> no, he growled. That was funny. But anyways, I think it's amazing that he's back. If you were talk about it 10 years ago, that we'll see him punk back 10 years later, we probably will say it probably will have never happened. But never say never in WWE. And then he made a comment about AJ Lee saying hello, that she appreciated the love and support. So that makes people wonder if she's coming back or not. Yeah, and she may return. I mean, you never know. Now that CM Punk has uh, made his comeback, maybe AJ Lee. I think we uh, talked about this uh, previously on this live episode that, hey, maybe Royal Rumble. AJ Lee makes her uh, her return. Absolutely. So, yeah, this was the raw results for this week. Now we're going to go back into the comments. You. YouTube and Facebook. We will be with you in a second. We got some more likes on TikTok. We are now to 1.200 likes on TikTok. So thank you for Fantastic. the 1,200 likes. We appreciate it. I don't know if you guys can hear Tenny. He's growling and talking. Talking. My cousin. Yeah, Holly. Tenny's communicating. He likes wrestling. Yep. I mean, yes, he, 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 he shared his opinion with a growl about CM Punk. Yep. The boy Kalai joined. Thank you for all the likes. Holly, thank you for the likes. Mom, thanks for the likes. Tenny, thanks for growling and whining and speaking. (laughs) Thank you for being a part of this live stream. I'm sure people love dogs. So TikTok, I don't know if YouTube and Facebook can hear Tenny in the background or not, but I know YouTube TikTok can hear Tenny. So TikTok, I hope you love Tenny. Anyway, hey, they'll love him. Teddy yep. is a rock star. Yep. Bring it on, buddy. Oh bye. Joining us on Facebook is Steve Fox. Hello, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Steve. On YouTube, Charlie sees all. Thanks for coming. Hi, Charlie. Steve says Danny's back. Yep, Randy Orton. Sure Steve. Is. I know you was excited. Steve says Roland versus Punk is going to be insanely good. Yes, it I is. Cannot wait. And then Steve, last comment is CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk. CM Punk. CM Punk. There you go. Let's start the chant again. Yeah. Let's start the chant again. So thank you everyone on Facebook, everyone on YouTube, and everyone on TikTok for watching. We appreciate the love and support. Tyler, we are now at 1,700 likes on TikTok. Wow, that is astonishing. Thank you all so much. And I want to say, Waylon, 
Uh, you are just so talented. Thank you for allowing me to be involved. Uh, this is just going to be a lot of fun to uh, join you on a weekly basis, or at least when we can for WrestleManiac. So that's a testament to you, buddy. I, I'm just glad to be along for the ride. Thank you so much. Now we we will be back in the comments shortly. Now we're going to kick this off with you guys now with the SmackDown recap. Yeah, it's time to lay the, the smack down on somebody as Bianca Belair is doing to EO Sky. This is what started out uh, SmackDown in Brooklyn. I'm getting so excited I can't even remember where they were, and I just watched it last night. But anyways, the EST of WWE, um, favorable to her because she went to the University of Tennessee, and I'm a big Vols fan. But I digress. Bianca Belair is just whooping up on EO Sky. Damage control. There's a lot of unfinished business. Uh, Bianca Belair says she is not done, obviously, as you're watching along with us with Sky, the women's world champion. And uh, what's interesting, Waylon, is Bailey was absent. So that, that adds even more intrigue to this whole damage control uh, taken on Bianca Belair. Of course, Absolutely. we saw Charlotte Flair and Shotzi get involved. They were not going to back down. They were out there helping their teammate from the War Games matchup. And we got a little bit more Survivor Series action. Gosh, Amadi, I've had my coffee. I, I'm just getting so pumped up. I wish I was jacked up, but I'm pumped up, Waylon. Right. Let's bring the excitement. What would you think, my I find it, Bianca Belair taking it to damage control? I find it was amazing. I love Bianca Belair. She has what it takes to be the top female in WWE today, alongside Becky Lance, Charlotte Flair. She is doing an amazing job. I know that Trish Travis and Lita is so proud of these females today. So it's amazing to see how Bianca Biel is stepping up the game. I have no doubt she is going to become championing again. Yes, for sure. Certainly she's going to become champion again. And uh, so I, I like what they're doing, uh, seriously, with uh, damage control. Uh, Bailey, that, that's another interesting twist. Is she going to turn face? I, I think we were talking about this, Waylon, and uh, – Bianca Belair going after Io Sky, you know, Charlotte and, and Shotzi are still in the mix. You've got Kyrie Sane, who I, I'm so glad to see her back in the WWE. She did a terrific job before, but like the commentary was saying, there's a more aggressive side to her joining uh, Asuka and Io and Bailey with them as control. Dakota Kai, don't forget about when she returns from injury. That's how you utilize a talent that is injured, though, uh, when speaking of Dakota Kai. So, there's a lot to uh, dissect, but speaking of Bailey, what are you thinking? What what's going on with uh, Bailey and damage control? I have a feeling the damage control is gonna kick Bailey off, and I think Bailey's gonna turn face. I think Bailey's gonna become a good guy now, and damage control yeah. is gonna be the main hail bad guys. Very possible, indeed. And I'm going to throw it to Waylon. He's got our next match. Oh, fine, everyone. Give me one second because Tenny is popping on my No, head you're phone. fine. I, I may get a little quick <laughs> on him. I, I, I told you we're so excited. We're just moving along here, but we're having a good time. Thank you all for yes, joining we us. Are. Tenny is definitely happy to be on. Anyways, maybe he's a big fan yeah, of uh, Bianca yeah. Belair. And go ahead, Waylon. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, guys, we had. Bobby Lashley versus Butch. It was nice seeing Butch have TV time again. He did great during his NXT run. 
Bobby Lashley is great. Is a great superstar as well. He does amazing in his, in his matches, to say the least, Tyler. Okay, now, before the match started, Bobby Lashley grabbed a mic and tells Butch that why are he told him to make a name for himself on the SmackDown lowdown, he should have chosen someone else to do it against because... Bobby Lashley will make sure he break him into pieces. Now, Butch slaps him, and then Butch did incredible. And it didn't end well for him, as Bobby Lashley eventually spread on him for the win. Bobby Lashley did incredible as well. His strength and powerful ring scale just gets better each and every time he competes in the WWE ring. So this match was good. What are your takes on this matchup, Tyler? Uh, my, my takeaways are, Waylon, I'm happy for Butch uh, being positioned as more of a singles competitor. Uh, don't get me wrong, I get why he was with Rich Holland and Sheamus. Uh, I know Sheamus has not been on TV. Can't re recall if it was for an injury or, or what the purpose might have been, but Rich Holland, I think last week or in the coming weeks, I'm, I'm not positive, had walked out during a tag team match against Pretty Deadly that involved a brawling brute. So when uh, referencing Pete Dunn, uh, Pete Dunn had a good showing. Bobby Lashley is always superb, and I like the Street Profits with him. They needed an upgrade as much as I, I didn't mind the whole partying with the red solo cups and and the uh, the happiness. I, I'd like to see a, a different side of the Street Profits. So. By aligning them with Bobby Lashley, I've actually enjoyed. I'm, I'm still trying to give it more time, though, before it uh, hopefully it don't get stagnant. But anyways, getting back to the matchup, uh, Bobby Lashley, they told a good story. He was showing his power, uh, taking over uh, Pete Dunne, and Pete Dunne did a little bit of joint manipulation, and he tried his best. But in the end, you know, Bobby Lashley has to start getting some wins. But I, I'm so happy that Pete Dunne is – doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups. And we almost got a run in on a, from Escobar and Wild there. So they were not happy that we're, we're spending so much time on this match, evidently. So Yep. So, Tyler, next matchup on your time. Yeah, this is uh, the next matchup. It is Santos Escobar and Joaquin Wild. We all, if you follow the WWE, I should say if you follow the product, maybe not all, that uh, LWO is in turmoil or at least Santos Escobar. I, I shouldn't say the group, but Escobar used to be affiliated with the Latino World Order, and uh, he attacked his uh, former teammates in Wild and Mendoza, and uh, that's what set up this match uh, between Wild and Escobar. And uh, Wild tried all he could, but in the end, uh, Escobar's just got so much momentum. I think it was another phantom driver to win the matchup. Somebody in the comments can help uh, jog my memory. There's so much we're trying to keep up with here, so there's bound to be some mishaps every now and then. But here, let, let me get to the point. Uh, it was just a another uh, pretty solid match. I wasn't overly hopped about it, but you can't always come at, at it with uh, having all these uh, stellar matchups all the time. But but it wasn't a bad match. It, it, it was pretty good. Absolutely. It was for sure. Now we're going to take it on to Logan Paul. Now, Paul asked every friend 
who has betrayed him and all of his haters, where are they now that he is now United States championing? He says the more people the more people hope he fails, the harder he works and the harder he works and the more he wins to get to stand in the WWE ring and gloat as championing. He gets heat pretty quickly from the WWE universe. He does good on the mic, but he needs to get better in the rain, especially how hard these talents work every single night. There will be an eight-person tournament starting next week on SmackDown to determine Logan Paul's next challenger for the United States Championing. So we will see how this one turns out. What do you think of Logan Paul and what do you think is next, Tyler? I think uh, for Logan Paul, I, I like the call to make him the uh, United States Champion as much as I respect Rey Mysterio. I think the guy brings a lot of uh, disdain naturally because everybody seems to be, or not everybody, I shouldn't say, but most people do not like the Paul brothers. So instantly you're you're getting a, a lot of heat from the crowd. Uh, Logan Paul has the gift of gab. The guy can go. He, he's proven that he's just a tremendous athlete, and he's already understanding uh, what it takes to become uh, very successful in the industry of sports entertainment. So Logan Paul has all the essentials, and uh, he's proven that already, and he just keeps continuing to progress and get better. I think the tournament's a good idea. It's got a lot of uh, talent with Kevin Owens, Austin Theory. There'll be an NXT star yet to be determined to keep us guessing a little bit, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And uh, Bobby Lashley is also in the field. And maybe is it Dragon Lee and somebody else? At Waylon, I, I can't even recall the name, so forgive me. I just know that no, it's going to build fine, some Tyler. more interest. Okay, I was just making sure. I, I wasn't sure uh, that I had everybody in there. but. Anyways, it was just, uh, I think it's what the doctor ordered because every now and then you don't want to over-tournament uh, viewers, but you, when they're to decide a new number one contender, it's a good way to uh, kind of change up the booking, at least from somebody on the outside like myself. Right, absolutely. Now we go into Kevin Owens versus Gason Waller. Logan Paul takes a scene at commentary. Boo, Logan Paul. This was an <laughs> alright match. Grayson annoys me. We got a close line and a splash off the apron by Kevin Owens. And then Grayson got the advantage for a little while. Then Owens got back into the advantage. And then boom, pen him and won the match. What do you think of this match? And then what do you find shortly in the match when Logan Paul kind of kicked Kevin Owens? Yeah, that, that's only to add more interest in 
a possible rivalry that could continue if Kevin Owens does advance and, and, and indeed win the uh, tournament to determine a new challenger for that U.S. title. Uh, Grayson Waller's got so much upside. He He's another one that's catching on fairly quickly. Uh, Austin Theory, uh, nothing but good things to say about Mr. Theory. Uh, not only looks great, he's he gets what wrestling is. He's a, he's a smooth uh, worker in the ring. And um, Kevin Owens had to overcome the odds because essentially uh, Waller's got a tag team partner out there with uh, Austin Theory. And really another guy, you mentioned it, with Logan Paul kicking Kevin Owens. Uh, I like how they're building a possible matchup between Owens and Logan Paul with a knockout punch and, and playing on – Kevin Owens' name with KO. Right. And if you recall, Waylon, they went after the hand of Kevin Owens. That that takes away some offense on his behalf. So I thought that was a, a nice, intricate uh, strategy on behalf of both Waller and Theory. So I, I like how uh, we see that uh, play out during the matchup. Absolutely. And now on to Tyler Peters with the next match. Oh, I can't wait. We're getting more of Bianca Belair. She is facing Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane had to use the strategy of stick and move some of that unique offense. It would be the EST who would employ some power, some feats of strength, athleticism. She is the complete package, a former world heavyweight champion in the women's division, at least. And this was just another uh, solid matchup. It could have been better, yes, but you don't want to always over-deliver on the goods all the time. So that's where we have to come at it sometimes with these wrestling matches. I just get so excited for not only Kyrie Sane, but Bianca Belair. And uh, But in the end, it would be the KOD, the kiss of death, her finisher that would take care of Kyrie Sane. She gets the victory. Bailey did come out and interfere and uh, try to help out Kyrie Sane. She had to prove herself. But if you recall... It was uh, E.O. Scott who ordered Bailey to stay put because of things that backfired when Bailey would uh, come to ringside. And that's uh, a lot more of the same. What we saw uh, transpire with Bailey uh, trying to interfere, in which she did interfere, no trying about it, let me back up, by assisting Kyrie Sane. But it did work out, as I just mentioned. Uh, Belair won the matchup. Absolutely. Now, I love how. Um how Bianca Biel just continued to amaze the WWE universe in every match she does. So good luck to Bianca, and I hope she wins the women's championship from EO Sky sometime soon. I, I do too. I, I mean, I like EO as well. It makes it tough when we're seeing, oh, who we want to be champion, or, or maybe it's there's not a title on the line. Who do we want to win or lose? Uh, or what's going to help advance the story, whether it's a win or loss. So I, I'm with you there. Absolutely. And now Tyler is going to talk to you guys about the main event of SmackDown. Yeah, give it to me. Okay, there we go. Randy Orton. Uh, here we see Nick Aldis, Adam Pierce. Uh, Aldis represents SmackDown as the GM. Pierce as the general manager for Monday Night Raw. They're, they're trying to sign the free agent, Randy Orton. And uh, if you paid attention earlier on in SmackDown, or on SmackDown, let me cry my grammar there, Paul Heyman, the wise man, approached Nick Aldis backstage in the uh, locker room, the office area for Nick Aldis. 
And uh, Nick Aldis was saying that, hey, listen, I'm going to offer up the bloodline if I need to to sign Randy Orton. I'm trying to recall. It's a shame I'm not remembering what Heyman's saying. Come on, he's one of the greatest ever, especially articulating uh, promos and getting the words across to help out a story. Uh, but anyways, to get back to Randy Orton, just kind of setting the stage a little bit. Randy Orton uh, is thinking about it. First off, I think what happens, there's an interruption by Paul Heyman and the bloodline. It's solo with uh, Jimmy Uso. They come out and, and attack Randy Orton. He fights back, and then L.A. Knight comes out to assist and take care of, uh, I believe it's solo. I, I'm trying to remember and recall who it was that he was fighting with. But anyways, they were part of the bloodline. Right. And Randy Orton would uh, fight off uh, – I think Jimmy Uso, he would end up RKO in him. He gave him the DDT before that's it, then the RKO. Now I'm kind of remembering it. And then after a while, he signs a contract for SmackDown. So we're going to get Randy Orton uh, on SmackDown because he wants to feud with Roman Reigns. That's where, where they're building. They already were, were teasing us with Paul Heyman's exchange with Randy Orton. I, I think it was done beautifully. Uh, from a psychological standpoint. And Nick Aldis couldn't even escape an RKO. Even good old Nick Aldis <laughs> is catching him off guard with the surprise element. That was amazing. No oh, one that was amazing. epic. Classic Randy Orton. So Wanda, that, if, that's what happened. Yeah. Wanda, if next week on SmackDown, if Randy's going to have to pay a fine. Uh, he might, but if... I would be fine if Nick Aldis just said, hey, listen, I'm I'm fine with him RKOing me. But I, I guess if you're going to be logical, maybe he's got to pay the price. But I, I don't think you give him a fine. Just just let it go. Yeah. Just let him have it. Why not? Because Adam Spell suspended Brock Lesnar when Brock Lesnar attacked at him. Well... He he did, yeah. I remember now where Lesnar did attack uh, Adam Pearce and on Raw, and and who knows, maybe they do something like that. But I mean, what an exciting episode! Whether we like it all or not, that it's all going to be subjective, uh, anyways. But Waylon, uh, I had a blast. I mean, I think that's covered all the reviews. I, I guess we'll get to more comments. Yeah, we are now at two thousand six hundred likes on TikTok. Teddy is oh, still that is, talking in the background. Teddy is still talking. In the words of the Miz, it's awesome. Thank you all. Someone, my cousin said, I'm jiving and tapping. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> there you go. Multitasking. Yeah. We, we appreciate Tam, it. Tam, Tam, thanks for the likes. Thank you for joining. That's odd from TikTok. Um. I don't think we have any more comments coming for Facebook or YouTube. All right. So the last comment that is still popping up was Steve with CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. So still with the CM Punk chance. Yeah. There, there you go. Steve still got now, the last comment. It's okay, Tenny. It's fine. Anyways, we did a after restaurant review a couple years ago between myself Tyler Peters and Steve Fox. How was that yes. experience for you, Tyler? Well, I thought it was a uh, great experience. Uh, you guys are so knowledgeable, and I, I was just uh, learning so much from both of you. So, uh, once again, just uh, happy to be part. I, I thought it was a good time. Yep. And Tyler Peters was my co host on Standing Strong. 
whereas I'm happy to say the standing strong is coming back soon. Tyler, do you want to give them a sneak preview of who's the voice of my intro viz? Uh, yes, uh, the sneak preview. Uh, here's a little spoiler. Speaking of Paul Heyman, if you know anything about wrestling, is that Waylon's gave me the opportunity to voice the intro for Standing Strong. So even though technically I'm not there, I'm, I'm there in spirit, Waylon. So thank you. So you'll still get to hear my voice on the uh, the intro for Standing Strong. And seriously, I am just so uh, thrilled to hear that it's coming back. Waylon's been a juggernaut for it for so long. I was just so honored that he asked me to be a part of a. Uh, the episodes I was able to uh, participate in. So thank you, Waylon. Right. And now next week, we're going to cover this. What do you think about this for next week, Tyler? Sammy Zang versus Drew McIntyre for this Monday. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I think if you watch the backstage segment between Drew and Sammy Zayn, uh, Sammy was trying to talk sense into Drew. He, he didn't want to have none of it. And there we go. We've got Sami Zayn and, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, I'm kind of sided more with Drew McIntyre as much as I like Sammy. I, I, I don't know. This side of Drew's really got me excited. All right, everyone. And we have Sanya Beza versus Nia Jax this Monday. I'm looking forward to this. Tyler, we, correct me if I was wrong. Was it Shania Blazer and Nia Jax a tag team at one point? They were. No, you were right on, my friend. I think they were a team a a while back, maybe during the pandemic era, if I'm not mistaken. I I can't recall exactly the details, but they they were at one point. And I think it was either... it may have been Shayna who turned on Nia. I can't remember who mm-hmm. turned on who. Yep. Tyler Peter has the next match coming up right now. Tyler's going to talk about it. Well, Seth Rollins, uh, if you watch Raw, he the opportunity was given to main event uh, Jey Uso to challenge uh, Seth freaking Rollins for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship for WWE. I think it's going to be uh, an exciting matchup. You're going to get a little bit of scientific offense and uh, some countering, but you're going to get some of that aerial attack knowing these two guys. They're they're both very creative in what they're able to do. So, Waylon, uh, just take it away. That's some of my quick uh, takeaways on the uh, the Rollins-Uso matchup for the title, and uh, I think it's going to be uh, another tremendous uh, bout. Uh, so what do you think? I think the exact same thing. I Now, I, I do hope Jay Uso wins, but – some of me thinks it's not gonna happen. Well, hey, it, it's always 50 50, so who, who knows? I mean, I, I'm kind of with you, I, I don't see Seth dropping it to to Jey Uso, but we've also been surprised before, so that's another way of uh, kind of looking at it. And then Tyler's gonna discuss the last, the next, the last match that we will see for this Monday night on Raw. Well, this all came about from the uh, tag team turmoil, uh, number one contendership matchup. Uh, both these teams were involved. DIY, Tommaso Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano will take on Imperium, the team of Ludwig Kaiser and uh, Giovanni Vinci. And this ought to be just a stellar matchup, knowing all four of these gentlemen are apart. And uh, two solid tag teams, to say the least. It, it's going to be fun to watch. 
Absolutely. I hope DIY wins. I'm going to have to go with Imperium just to change it up, just to have some fun. <laughs> yeah, why not, right? <laughs> so, yeah, this Absolutely. is what... This is war previous. So one more time, we will have this, 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 and this coming up this Monday on war. Can't wait. Neither can I. And then also this Friday night on SmackDown is tribute to the troops. I am so excited for tribute to the troops. We, Tyler, are gonna see the returning CM Punk for the first time ever on SmackDown. What do you think of CM Punk gonna be on Tribute to the Troops on SmackDown? I think it's fantastic. First off, Waylon, uh, I love how WWE does uh, show their respect and honor our uh, brave men and women with a tribute to the troops. Uh, program and that the have smackdown a part of it and to see where that cm punk will will be there i think it's going to be just uh amazing and surreal at the same time that's a word that gets thrown around so i'm i'm very interested to uh see what develops when cm punk uh returns to smackdown for tribute to the troops absolutely and now tyler's gonna cover the next thing that we will see yeah, we've got a, uh, another fantastic tag team matchup that's going to build a lot of intrigue. Dragon Lee versus, well, not tag team matchup. I, I got a little confused. I got to admit the graphic throws you off. It's it actually does. two matches, so forgive me. It, it happens. <laughs> that is one thing that's, it's a neat graphic, but threw me off. But we're going to get two singles matches. So let me correct myself here. Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar. We all know their issues. That's the first round of this uh, championship tournament regarding the United States Championship. Bobby Lashley takes on Karrion Cross. Both these matches are, are going to be very riveting, and I'm glad to see Karrion Cross uh, back on TV. And uh, we're going to see more of Dragon Lee and Escobar continue on from what we were able to witness at Survivor Series. So, Waylon, uh, it ought to be uh, two just uh, incredible matchups. Absolutely. Now, this person. Who out of these eight tournament will face Logan Paul for the United States champion? And we will find out in these next cup main weeks. And also, everyone, yeah, next Friday on SmackDown, we're going to have Charlotte Flair going one-on-one -on -one against the Prince of Tomorrow, Oscar. I think Charlotte Fair is going to beat Oscar this Friday to continue the storyline with Damon's Control. So my ban is Charlotte Fair is going to beat Oscar. What about you, Tyler? What's your thought on this? I'm so looking forward to this match, knowing the chemistry that and even the history these two have together uh, when you're uh, talking about Charlotte Flair and Oscar. Go back to that WrestleMania matchup where I believe Oscar was undefeated coming in, and it was Charlotte Flair that uh, would defeat her uh, for the title. And um, you know, Charlotte and Oscar—it's it, a winning formula uh, either way. And and you're right with Damage Control, what's going on there? Uh, that whole saga and Charlotte and and Shotzi and uh, with Bianca Belair. So uh, we're going to see a lot of occur uh, between the two. 
and with uh, so much story packed in together. So I'm with you. This, this ought to be a, like good old Jim Ross would say, a barn burner. I always loved how he would uh, say and use that terminology. Absolutely. So again, next Friday is Tribute to the Troop. We will have CM Punk. We will have these two matches. And we will have this women's match. It all take place this Friday on SmackDown. This will be the 21st anniversary of Tribute to the Troops. So, Tyler, we are going to have some upcoming awesome matches on Raw and SmackDown this week. What a match con this is. Oh, they're both loaded. I mean, your your show Raw is stacked and my show SmackDown is. Uh, I'm kidding. We're having a little fun because <laughs> of our backgrounds. But it, it's just going to be <laughs> awesome. Hey, and we're going to change it up. We're, we're kind of representing a brand split, Waylon. I might have Raw the next week. You may have SmackDown. So we're, we're looking at some different ideas. And even if it's the same, it, it's still going to work out. It's going to be uh, very cool. Absolutely. So TikTok, I think there's no more people watching on TikTok. So we don't have any more TikTok comments, but we did receive 2,600 likes on TikTok. Uh, amazing. You know, just uh, thanks. It's not enough. Uh, talk about gratitude. Right. And then we have no more comments on Facebook or YouTube. We appreciate everyone who came on to say hello to us. It does mean a lot to us that people took time out of their schedule to pop on for a little bit. Just remember, TikTok, you won't be able to rewatch the live, but you guys could go to either my Facebook page or Tyler's Facebook page or the YouTube channel to catch the replay. But every one of you who are on Facebook and YouTube, you can catch the replay on Facebook or YouTube. The link is on both mine and Tyler's YouTube channel. And then the replay will also be playing on my Facebook account and Tyler's Facebook account. We found out not long ago that we can stream on two Facebooks accounts. That was incredible of that to find out we could do that. Right, Tyler? Yeah, you talk about some good news to, to find out that we could stream on our individual Facebook profiles and then be on TikTok at least for a little while. But yeah, like Waylon was saying, hey, check out the replay. If you didn't get a chance to watch the debut live, that's one good thing about it. It'll be replayed, uh, just like when you watch your favorite TV show. Uh, let us be a favorite, okay? Uh, you know, I'm going to have a little fun with you, but seriously uh, and sincerely, we want you to tune in. And if nothing else, support this guy, Waylon. Support myself. Uh, once again, Waylon, thanks for the opportunity, man. Th this is going to be a lot of fun. And it's just the first episode. Yeah, and we might have had a little bit of mistakes and hiccups and interruption sure. but hey that what happens when you do a talk so that's what happens when you do it live it's just we are all human nothing is perfect you might want it to be good and 
on point and no mistakes, blah, 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 or whatever. But it's life. We all make mistakes. We all are not going to be perfect. So no matter what happens, Dominator, just go with it. Don't pull yourself down. Just know that there's a next time and just do better. And hey, mistakes happen. That's all we can say. Right, Tyler? Yeah, they sure do. We're human. None of us are, are perfect, and uh, things are just going to happen. Uh, but it's all a learning process. I mean, we're we're all still learning at something. So uh, we want to thank everybody, and uh, that's just sound and, and just wonderful advice, Waylon. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because uh, definitely, and, and sometimes it, it's an exciting uh, energy when we're doing these things. So, hey, things are just going to happen. But the main thing is we're having a good time. Holly is back. Hi, Holly. Thanks for liking. Oh, hey, TikTok. Holly. Um, TikTok just says, great job. You have done live for 90 minutes. <laughs> We've been live on TikTok for 90 minutes. Yeah, it's uh, it's unreal. Yeah, time flies. And, and Tyler can tell you guys a little story when I first did a talk. So when I did stand in Sean. I was gonna quit on my seventh episode. But fast forward. I know. Fast forward and I've done fifty-four episodes on Standing Strong. I did two new episodes of a new show, but then I was like, I'm gonna go back to Standing Strong. So I'm gonna come back with the 55th episode and now I am doing a wrestling talk sir so Tyler you've been with me since day one compare to me on the seventh episode of wanted to give up to being where I am now what was your thoughts and what's your opinion on me not giving up to doing more with toxos. Um, my perspective is I'm, I'm so glad you decided not to give up on yourself. And, and I think we all kind of go through those stages where we get burnout. Let's face it. Let's be real. But I am thankful uh, to Waylon that he did not give up. He's given me opportunities and so many others, more importantly. And uh, whether it's standing stronger or doing this wrestling talk show, WrestleManiacs, uh, he's passionate he uh, takes it very seriously, even though it's all about having fun. Uh, he puts the work in. Uh, I'm going to brag about him. And I just want to say thank you again. I mean, he's just, uh, you've given me a platform and, and I'm, I'm grateful to you. So I, I, either way, I, I think you're an awesome person and uh, what you're doing is incredible. And he, he's very talented. Uh, I want him to know that, uh, reminding that uh, on a pretty much a daily basis. Uh, so, Waylon, you're a superstar, man. Speaking of, we're discussing WWE superstars. Waylon Myers is a superstar. So, yeah, I'm, I'm putting him over because he deserves it. There you go. Thank, thank you, Tyler. And like I said no, to you welcome. many of times, you are the next gem bus. Well, I don't know about that, but I, it was a kind gesture. I mean, I appreciate it, but I don't know. I, I look up to Jim Ross. Uh, that is mighty high praise. But maybe I can be in his league a little bit, but... It's still far off. That, that's how much I revere Jim Ross. Right. <laughs> but anyways, everyone, we are glad that you tuned in to the first episode of WrestleManiacs. 
rip myself Wayland and Tyler. We will see you all next time on the second episode of Rissa Maniacs.